put it on the chat. Okay. I didn't want to start the Albert comes, he's driving here, but because he usually puts it on the chat. Welcome everyone to the Ave Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Chaf. We will begin on Yutet on Bet at the Mishnah. Mishnah says as follows. Now the Mishnah is a little cryptic. It's hard to really understand the Mishnah as it is, but the Gemara will explain it. As you read the Mishnah, it's hard to see exactly what the Machloket is. Well, let's read. Mahatzelet, if you have a Mahatzelet, which we'll soon see what it is. Uh, kanim, and it's made out of uh, reeds. Gidola, and it's large, sized. Asalashchiva, if it's made for laying down on, it's made as a mat to lay on. And Mikabel Tuma, number one is it can get tamerified if you if it touches a dead body. And the Mesachimba, and it cannot be used as skach at all. Okay? Lesikuch, if it's made for skach, then Mesachimba, you could use it for skach. So depending on what you make it for, it sounds like depending on what you make it for, that's what it is. You could, the, the intentions of the person making it will affect whether or not it could be skach or not. Uh, and this is the case nowadays. It's interesting how, you know, even nowadays with uh, uh, manufactured by machine, it, it could also be relevant. You know, what, what did the person make it for? What is the person selling it for? Most poskim hold that if you have a mat, the reason why your mat for your sukkah needs a hashkacha is because we need to have hashkacha that it wasn't made for shriva. It wasn't made for laying on. Because if it's made for laying on, it's not kosher v'skach. This is very, very important halakha. People make a lot of money on very, very cheap mats. And very often you can go to uh, Home Depot and buy the same mat and it's, it looks like the exact same thing. What do I need hashkacha for? Other ones that Home Depot kosher? Are they made for shriva in China? They might be. Good. They might be made for shriva in China. We don't know. Now, if you know for a fact that they're not, then you don't need hashkacha on it. But you need to know. And if you know for a fact that they're not, then you are the hashkacha. So, then maybe you could put your own hashkacha on it. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't need a rabbi with a long beard hashkacha. All it needs is the knowledge that it's not made for shriva, or whatever that it is made for sikuch. So if you, if a person would go to China and go to a factory and make them, so then he knows what they're made for because he made them. And then he doesn't need Ashkecha, right? He just needs a rabbi so someone trusts him. But he doesn't need Ashkecha if he wants to sell them. But if he wants to just use them himself, he can just make them a factory and make them and use them and give them out for free if he wants. They're kosher. Let's go. Whether it's big or whether it's small, if it's made for shechiva, it's made for shechiva. Now, the difference between is a question. The other question, they seem to be talking about the exact, saying the exact same thing, with Rebbe Leezer not mentioning Gidola, and Tanakama mentioning only Gidola. That's what it seems like over here. The other thing that's, that seems to be a problem with the Mishnah is the contradiction of implications. Where if you see the Mishnah, what... what Whenever the to, usually the Mishnah would only say one thing, would only say mention asal the shchiva, and the, this one if it's made for this. What about stam? What if it's made without any intention? So the the, the reisha, if you well, let the Gemara say it. Okay, so, he gufa kasha. 
we have a contradiction of implications. In the Mishnah itself, is self-contradictory. Amarti, you said, You said if it's made for Shechivat, Tama, the reason why it's no good, it sounds like, it's made for laying, but if you made it without any intention, that sounds like it is kosher. And then you said later in the Mishnah, if it's made for sounds like the only reason why it's good is if you made it specifically for Shechivat. That sounds like standard is the Shechivat. Right? So what's the criteria? Do you need a factory in China that you know is not making it for Shechivat? Not making for lying. But you don't know what it's for. Is that good enough? As long as you don't know what it's for, as long as there's no, they're not doing it for anything, just making it. Is that okay? Or do we say no? You have to specifically make it for skach. That's the two ways to go. In the, the self-contradicting. Where says halo kasha, kan bigdola, kan bigtana. The more answers, it depends. In the beginning of the Mishnah, we're talking about a big one, and therefore a big one. It, we're assuming it's Fiskach. No one needs such a big thing to, to lie down on. If it's a small one, then we assume it's for lying, and it has to be made Fiskach. That's Tanakama. So now we'll skip the brackets, the, the parentheses. Welcome, Mark. Yes, you can close the door. We have our own air conditioner. Oh, wow. Okay, they upgraded us. We thought it was going to go through the whole year, but it's not true. We owe, we owe the Shul of Beracha. Okay. Says, well, what's the problem with that? But look at the end of the mission. It says, The same contradiction in And therefore, what are you going to answer? Rather, Rava says, when it's a big one, everyone agrees that its standard is kosher. Keep when when they're arguing in a small one. Why? Mark, you want to put up a put up the daf on the chat? Mechila. You know how to do it? No, you you never know how to do it, right? Let me do it for you. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Start reading. Tell him. Okay. Let's just do this. Zoom. Copy. Now I can go to the to this to the WhatsApp. Duff. Find it. Sorry. Uh, okay. Okay. Oh, Albert today. Albert's late. He woke up late. He's gonna be here soon. And I just go back to the other one and get this. And Harry, we haven't seen yet. Get Harry back on the program. He says having a hard time waking up. No. Yeah. Summer. Surprise. He's usually very good at waking up. I can't copy the passcode. A U F. 
fs. I got it right. Let me just make sure. AU2FFS. What a hard code. AU2FFS. No, no, wrong. The S is no good. This never works. Hold on. Pause this while I'm doing this. Welcome, Albert. Okay. Ella Amarava. Ah, welcome, Ivan. How are you? Is that you? Okay, good. Okay, well, let's get started. So now, El Amarava, Gedola Kula Amalo Pligi Distamalasikuch. When it's a big one, everyone agrees that it's made for skach. Biktana, but when it's a small one, Tanakama Sava Stam Ktana Lashiva. The Tanakama holds that Stam Ktana is for laying. I'm going to get you guys included in a second. So basically, the Mishnah had a machloka between Rabbi Eliezer and the Tanakama about mats. If the mat was made for skach, everyone knows it's kosher. If the mat was made for laying on, everyone knows it's not kosher for skach. Okay? Now, the Mishnah was had a funny lashon. We're trying to figure out the difference between Tanakam and Lezer. According to Rava, the difference between Tanakam and Lezer is as follows. If you have a large size mat, the assumption is that it is made for skach. And therefore, everyone agrees that it's kosher unless you know it's made for laying. If you have a small size mat, there's a machloket. Tanakama holds that even a small size mat is standard since it's small, it's made for, for laying on. And therefore, unless you know that it's skacht, it's made for skach, it's no good. Whereas Rabbi Leza says, no, even the small one, standard is good unless you know it's made for laying. That's the machloket, according to Rava, where we are right now, which is at the bottom, top of the Chafamraf. Now, how are we going to read this in the Mishnah? Because the Mishnah doesn't sound like that. So the only way to read this shot in the Mishnah is with a little bit of fancy footwork. We actually have to add a little word, a, few, a couple of words. And so if you didn't see the Mishnah, you're not going to realize what we add. But Joe, who was here, should be able to get it. Vahi Kamar, look on the top of the page, top of Chaf now. Vahi Kamar, this is what we're trying to say. If you have a big mat, it's made for laying, then it gets, gets tamerified and you can't use it for skach. Tama, the reason why it's no good, because you made it specifically for laying. But if you made it regular, this is the added part in. It's like you made it for skach. That, that was the way, that's how he fitted in, into Tanakama. He throws in those words, Nasa Kemisha Asal de Sikuch, and Musachimba. Right? That, that, that's part of the Mishnah. Okay? Now, skip the, the parentheses. 
comes to say, whether it's big and whether it's small, Stam is kosher. Amalei Abaya, so Abaya challenges Rava's explanation and he says, Ihach, if that's so, why would Rava say, Echad Kitana, Vechad Gidola, Echad Gidola, Vechad Kitana, the right way to say it is Gidola and Kitana, not Kitana Gidola. Why? Because usually you say the simple one and then the big one, right? According to what we're saying, the simple one is the big one. The big one, is, of course, is skachified. The, the chidush that, that the argument is about is the small one. So the right way to say that, whether it's big or whether it's small, that's the right way to say it. Not whether it's small or whether it's big, because the small one is, is the machloket one. You wouldn't say whether it's small. When you're saying whether it's this or whether it's that, you always say the less of a chidush first. Now, to me, this is amazing. That this is really the same nowadays, even in English, in a different language. People talk the same. It's 2,000 years later, right? And yet, we all fully understand what he's saying when he says, Yeah, of course, it should be a Khagilakhtana, even though what is the language of it? No, but that's how it goes. You always mention the one that's the Chidush second. Good. That's question number one of Baez. The odd second question, keep Pligi, I'll prove to you that you're wrong, that they really argue on the big one and not the small one. You're saying the argument is about the small one? I'll show you a brighter that says the argument about the big one. How do we know? The Tanik's learned in a brighter. If it's a big one, you can use it. And it says if it's not made for Tumah, meaning it was, it was made special, then you can use it. So you see that there's an argument about the big one. Ela Amara Papa, rather Papa says, I have a new thing. Biktana, Kula Amalopligi, everyone agrees by Kitana that it's Stamal Shiva, it's no good. Okay? So a small mat, standard small mat is NG. Everyone agrees. Okay? Kipligi, when is the argument? Bigidullah by the Gidullah. Tanakama says Stam Gidullah the Sikuch. Tanakama's lenient says Stam Gidullah is made for Sikuch. Even a big one is made for laying, unless you know otherwise. So then why does Tanakama say, if it's made for laying, it's no good? What does it mean, made for laying? It doesn't have to be made for laying. Even if it's not made for anything special, it's no good, according to, to Rebilezes. So why does Rebilezes say, Asal Hakikama, this is what it says. Again, we have to squeeze this also in with the shoehorn. Stam Asuya Nami Shiva. When we said asal shchiva, it means stam asuya. When you make it stam, it's like l'shchiva. That's how you have to squeeze it. What does that mean? In other words, if you, whenever you make small ones without having anything in mind, it's like you made it for length and it's no good. That's how that's how the Rebbelezer will say his words because we have to make it the machlok the other way. Unless you make it for skach, then it'll be okay. Okay. That is the end of that piece explaining the Mishnah. Now we're going to learn about a few more things, and then we're going to go into Tuman Tara for the rest of the Perek. Okay? But that's not too long, because we're finishing Perek on the stuff. Says the Gemara, Tanu Rabbanan, we learned in a Brayta, Machatzelet, if you have a type of Machatzelet, Shel Shifa v'shel Gemi, Gidola, 
if it's made of shifa or gemi, if, and it's big, misachkimba, you can use viskach. Ketana, if it's small, and misachkimba, you can't use a viskach. Shel kanim, why? Because it's very, very soft. And it's made for laying. So if it, shel kanim, shel chilet, if it's from reeds or chilet, which are very, very tough things, then gidola, and if it's big, misachkimba, you can use a viskach. And if it's aruga, if it's woven and it gets softer, then you can't use this guy because it's very easy to lie on, right? It's more likely to be laid on if it's woven. Whether if it's woven or whether it's just made into a uh, thing, you can use it for those also say the same thing, that it's usable, even if it's woven. So he argues on the Chachamim and says that woven doesn't, since it's made out of reeds, even if it's woven, it's standard for skach, and they're saying that it is okay. Okay. Introduction to the next piece. Once we're on top of Mahatzel, we're going to talk about Chotzlot. Now, Chotzlot, we're going to soon see what they are. It seems like they are shepherd's bags. But before I tell you about that, you have to know a couple things about Tumah and Tara. You ready? Ivan, you ready for this introduction? Okay, number one, there's something called Avi Avot grandfathers of Tumah. A grandfather of Tumah is what, Joseph? A dead body. Nothing besides a dead body is Avi Avot Tumah. Okay, then there's something called an Ava Tumah. Okay, now a guy who touches a dead body becomes an Ava Tumah. Okay, uh, a Kelly that touches a dead body. Okay, a man who touches an Ava Tumah can become a Rishon Tumah. A Keli that touches a, 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 a guy who touched a dead body becomes a Rishon Tumah. Now, the, you can't become a Shishita Tumah unless you're Tirumah. Unless you're very, very holy, you can't get a Shilishi. You can become a Shinita Tumah. Rishon Shini, but there's also a Shilishi unless you're Tirumah. That's the rules, okay? Now, now, all those things are have to do with dead bodies. Now, if you're talking about a Zav, which is a guy who has the stuff come out of him, that guy is a special Tumah, and he gets Tamem Midras. Now, Midras means that if he lays on something that's a layable object, he could Tamerify it, and it becomes an Av HaTumah. Where normally objects never become avatumah, objects only become rishonatumah. But if it's a, that's only with dead bodies that they don't. But if you have zavs, then eh, two things you need two conditions: zav, and it has to be a layable object, right? If a zav lays on a uh, on a garbage can, it doesn't doesn't make it an avatumah. Okay, good. Now. Let's see the Gemara now. Ready? Okay. Tzinan Hatam, we learned in the Mishnah, Kolech Chotzlot, Mitame, Tumatamemet. They could beget, they could become a Tamemet. What's Chotzlot? Chotzlot, we know, we're going to see what it is in a second. Okay? Divrei Rabdosa, that's Rabdosa. Let me just get this clear. Sorry, I, I I I messed up my introduction. Even a keli that touches a 
dead body can become an avatuma, but it can't become avatuma midras, not not by just by laying on it. Okay, laying on it, you don't have to actually touch it. Midras, you have to just lay down on it, even if you're not touching it, even if something in between, you could you could tamayify it without even touching it. That's the extra of midras. Good. So now, chotzot amatamet tumat met, divrei abdosa, hahamim omrim midras. He says not only can they. Chachamim say they can even be tamet tamet midras, which means it's even a layable object according to Chachamim. So these chotzot, whatever they are, they're definitely a keli. So therefore, Tanakama says they're a keli, but they're not a layable keli. That's Rabdosa. I'm sorry, Rabdosa says it's it's not not a lay, it's a keli but not layable. Chachamim saying it's midras. Gemara asks midras in tamemet lo. So Chachamim, are, are they arguing and saying that it's only midras and not? Tamemet? What do you mean? Hanan Tandini, we learn, also. So Amagras is changed and say, Af Midras. It means even Midras. Now, what is it? Now, this is what Albert wanted in the beginning. Why didn't Digmar first say what it was before he explained the law? But Digmar does the other way. First, first explain the law, and then we explain what it is. Says Gemara, my Chotzlot, what are these Chotzlot items? I think Digmar wants to teach you be patient. Okay, don't just be Albert Cohen. You know, I need to know what it is right now to write it down. Easy, be patient. Okay, my chutzlot. What a chutzlot. Amr of Dimi Bach Hamduni, Marzibuli. They're Marzibuli. That, that, that explains everything, right? No. My Marzibuli. What's Marzibuli? They wanted to know either what it was. Amr of Abba of Abba says, Mizabli. Mizabli are um, shepherd bags. Shepherds have certain bags made out of reeds. These are shepherd bags. Now, sometimes now, why would they be tamer midras, shepherd bags? Because well, take care, Joseph. Enjoy. Uh, why would they be shepherd bags? Because shepherd bags sometimes they, they sleep on their bag. They use their bag as a pillow, pillow right? right? And therefore, if they pillowify it, so then it's uh, it's midras. That's the machlok. Whether the chachamim say also midras, and the also say, listen, yeah, they sometimes pillow it, but that, that's not what it is, and it's not pillowifiable, and therefore it's not midras. Okay. Says the Rishim Malakish Omer. Rish Lakish says, Mahatzalot Mamash. No, they're not. Marzibuli are not these shepherd things. They're actually mahatzalot. They're actually these. Shades or whatever they use them that the people lay on. Follows his reasoning. I should be a kapara for Abchia and his and his children. In the beginning, when the Jews forgot the Torah, because they got to Babel, they forgot the Torah. Allah is Babel came from Babel and he reestablished all the things that everyone forgot. Later, in the, later on, it was forgotten again because the Jews had troubles from the Goyim. Allah Hillel Babel, Hillel came from Babel. and he reestablished the Torah, so everyone knew what to do. Chazav when they forgot it again. the time of the Gemara, the beginning of the Gemara time. Rebchia and his sons came, and, and they reestablished it. So, he's quoting him. Now, this is what Rukhir and his son said. He said the following, and from this you'll see that it's not shepherd's bag, it's actually Mahatzalot. He said that Rabdosa didn't argue with the Chachamim about Mahatzalot Shil Usha, Shem Tibiot, 
Because everyone, both of them agreed that the ones from Usha are really Tameh. Vishel Tveria and the Machatzot from Tveria, Sheb Torot, everyone agrees that those are Tahor. And they are good for Skach. Al-Manechliku, what did they argue about? Al-Shan Mekomot, the Machatzot from other places. Kevin Deleka, the Ativ Alayhu, since most people don't lay on them, because it's very them, and they're like very ones, and therefore they're Tahor, and they can't get Tamerified. Umor Savar, and the other rabbi holds, Keva and the Mikri Viyatri, like this, since once in a while people do lay on it, Kerusha them, they're like Usha ones. So therefore, but we see from the whole thing that the argument is about Machatzalot and not the Mizlagabot. Okay? Simple. So what's the end of the day now? The end of the day, this rabbi is getting up and disagreeing and saying that the argument is not about, there's definitely an argument about these Chotzlot. Now there's a Machloket, Amonaim, what the Chotzlot are. Are the chotzlot shepherd bags, and that's what they're doing the arguing, or are they these uh, the skach the, the skach things that we're arguing about in the Mishnah? Is that what they're arguing about? And the machloket is about a particular type, according to Reb and his sons, who came down from Babel to reestablish the Torah. The whole point was about these bags, and not and not and not all of them anyway. It's only about a particular type, not the ones from Tveria and not the ones from Usha, because the Usha ones are for sure no good, the Tveria ones are for sure good. And the question about these ones, we're not sure what they are. Good. You with me, Mark, or no? Yeah. Okay. Amar Mor. We mentioned before from Idiot, Didn't we say in a brighter, the Rabdosa would say, We mentioned in a brighter beforehand, the Rabdosa had said, like his father, Rishmel Berbiosi, would follow that the, that, that the Always, that even the small ones that are woven are kosher. So you see, they can use it for skach. So how can you say the tamer tumat met? I thought he said before that you could use them for skach. We happened to have mentioned before that Rabdosa had agreed with the rabbi who had said that these are usable for skach. So how can we? we Everything is cool. It's not cool. Okay. Lokasha, hadi itle gedanfa vahadi letle gedanfa. In the Mishnah, we're talking about uh, a mahatzel that has a little gedanfa, a little lip on it. And in the bright, we're talking about it has no lip. And that's why it's not a keli. Okay. Yeah, but makes it into a keli. It seems like that lip shows that you're using it. You, put, you might put stuff in them. You put, put fruit in it or something like that. Metivi, we asked the question, Chotzlot shel sham v'shel gemi v'shel sak v'shel sifra. These are all different types of uh, hair, hair of animals or hair of goats or gemi. Or uh, you have horse hair, right? Mitameh tumat met. It can make you tameh tumat met. This is Rebdosa. They could get Tamer for Tumat Met. Midras. They'll even go into Midras. It's good according to the rabbi who says that these are talking about Marzubli, which is the, the shepherd's guy. You could put in it uh, fruit in it. 
right? Shel shak, shel sak, shel sifra, chazal gulki. You could put tzini in it. You could put baskets in it. You can make like a basket out of it. So, so it's good. According to the one who says the talking about chatzalot, right? According to the one who says talking about that chotzlot are really again we have machlok what chotzlot are, and here we have a brighter, right? Which is calling chotzlot and saying that they're made out of these things. So according to the manda who says that that it was a bag, we can understand you can make a bag out of these things. But according to the one who says they're really machatzalot, that they're really these flat things. Maybe you could put it over. You could you could spread it over something, vinafvata, and you could you could use it to uh, blow to blow wheat through it. It's made out of sham and gemi that there's no that that has holes. Lamaichazi, what's the point of it? What, what, what could you ever do with these things? How could they ever be a keli? They're not usable. Mar says chazlin zata. It could use it to cover a barrel, which means if you have an open barrel and you don't want flies to go in, you could put this over the barrel and therefore could be Mikabel Tumat Met because it is a Kelly, because it's usable, usable as a replaceable barrel cover. Why would they use it? I don't know. But if, you, if you're stuck, I guess you'll use anything. You don't want flies in your beer. Okay? Ikadami, there are some who explain the same question that we said in another, in another way. They say, It's good according to Rabbi who says, You can use them to cover the barrel. They're good to spread it or to, to use it to, to blow the wheat. According to the one who says it was a shepherd's thing, It's good if it's shepherd's You could use them to, to put, the, the, the shepherd could use it to put a small fruit in. El Shasham Bishagami, but according to these things that don't that don't weave well, Lamai Khazi, what can you use it for? Mar says, Khazi the kitna de piri. They're good for a to use it on a barrel of fruits. To put big fruits, like for example, if you're putting watermelons in, or you're putting uh yes they have holes in them, so you can't put uh cherries in them, but if you have a big fruit you or, or like a pamelas, you can put pamelas in it. And that's what it's talking about, according to this rabbi. Good. Now let's finish the pedic. Tanya, we learned. Amar Khanina, Kishirati Ligola. When I went from Eretz to El to Bavel, Matsati Zakenechad, I found an old man. Vaamar Li and he told me, Besachin Bibudya, you could use Mahatzalot as Skach. Kushbati tell you Yeshua, Achi Abba. When I came to my uncle, my father's brother, Rabbi Yeshua, Hodel Devarav, he agreed with this old man that it's true. That's assuming he doesn't have a lip. But if it had a lip, then it's like a keli and he can't use it for skach. Amr Ula Ula says, Hani butya de mechuza. This butya of mechuza, if it didn't have the lip going around it, I would use it for skach. Mesachimbo, you could use it for skach. Tanya Nami Hachri have a bright like this also. You could use Budya, which is the Machatzalot that we're talking about all along. But if it has a lip, you could not use it for Skach. 
Hadran Alach Sukkah. We have just finished the first Perek of Sukkah. Bezat Hashem. We'll come back to it. We'll finish it later. Mabruk, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Take care, guys. Bro, can you just give me a quick recap of what we just saw in the last page? Zakumatz, yes, I will. I have two minutes, yes. Okay. So the recap, we started off with the Mishnah, which had Machloket Rebelezer and the Hahamim. Okay? The problem with the Mishnah is very, very unclear. They seem to be saying almost the same thing. The only difference between what they're saying, both of them are saying that, that if you have things made for Skach, it's good. Things made for laying, it's NG. And they both seem to say the same thing. The only difference was that, that Tanakama mentions Gidola. And Rebelez doesn't mention Gidola or Ketana. But you don't know what they're talking about. So the Gemara first has to answer two different contradictions. Contradiction number one is, whenever I tell you that if it's made for skach, it's good. And if it's made for laying, it's no good. I, sh- I-, I messed you up. Because you don't know what happens if it's made for nothing. What happens if you just got them for China? The Chinese made them for no reason. The Chinese factory made them. And they don't know them. We're just making them. Whatever you want to do with them. Right, so, what kind of so then what happens? Right? If I told you, uh, well, I, I didn't tell you anything. Because I told you if it's made for Scott, it's no good. It sounds like Stam is good. And I told you if it's made for laying, it's no good. It sounds like Stam is good. So make up your mind. So we have to answer that for both rabbis. Plus we have to figure out what the difference is. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Gemara is trying to figure out the whole time. What was the whole thing with the wheat and the barrel and the fruit? Oh, you're talking about this last stuff over here, you're talking yeah. about? Oh, I thought you went, went all the way back here. No, that was, that was still good, though. That was, that was good. good, okay, but you only came in the middle. You missed this, for, this first part, but yeah, it should be good. Okay, but you go back, you'll see it's clear, okay? okay? Now, over here we're talking about, again, we have these, um, we're trying to figure out what is usable. We had a brighter, and it mentioned that these things are, here, hold on, let me see if I get this clear. Okay, we had this brighter, and it said that these chazubli things, okay, whatever they are, are metametumat met. Now that's a little problem, because in order to be a tametumat, you've got to be a keli, you have to be a utensil. Now we don't understand if, if you're saying that they're a bag, so we understand how they could be utensilified. But if you're saying that they were sheets, we weren't sure before someone was saying they were sheets. So how, how could it become a tametumat? There's no, there's no way to use them. How could you ever use them for anything to, be, to make them a utensil to become tametumat? So we had two different ways. Either you use it to cover your barrel, or you use it to put your things in it. We have to make a way to, that to, to answer this right, and to say how could these things get tamed? They can't get tamed. For no, maybe if you use it for this. Trying to find the way to make it like impossible. Right, so it fits in good. And the other way is no. That according to the flip way to learn it, it's the opposite. We, we're good according to the rabbi who says. Not no, according to the rabbi who said it was a flat thing, we're good because you're using it to cover your barrel. Uh, but according to the other rabbi, why would you ever use it? Because it doesn't work well. So we made another way to do it. Yeah, that's kind of has lip. No. Yeah. Thank you. Did you get the deal, really? Wow. Ah, uh, Hashem took care of us. See, wow. I, I think we all, all we all we all owe the deal shul We all thought that the song was going to be there the whole summer, and they didn't do it to us. I think the best we part them. is they took it down, they put the air in, they realized Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we, we owe them, we owe them a bit of a great shul, and Shalashim should give them only a lot of uh, success. Amen.